What do you think God's like? Uh, he's he's God. He's everything. He's wonderful. He's awesome. I think God is probably like bigger than any of us, and he's probably very bright. Like the light of the world, like the most—he's just powerful and kind and loving and caring. He can do anything. He's the most powerful being in the universe. He's just an amazing, powerful, merciful, forgiving, truthful. So many words I can describe him. Positive words. There's nothing negative about him. It's indescribable. Like he's too amazing for us to even look at. That's a hard question because I, he's like a lot of things, but I think one uh, definition that comes to mind is probably powerful. God is basically the definition of every good characteristic, like love and mercy and uh, peace and joy. He's caring, loving, he wants to help everybody, help everybody know his way of life. Je pense que Dieu est notre Père puis que, et qu'il nous aime tous, peu importe comment on est, qu'il nous accepte et qu'il nous aide à changer nos défauts pour qu'on puisse être capable de lui ressembler. He does all these miracles and helps all these miracles, heals people, does all kinds of things, and like through the people who believe in his faith, which is us here at LYC. I think he is very strong and forgiving and you know like helpful you know he, like he always gives second chances to people who need it and like he's very like he believes in us you know it's really awesome Throughout his long and productive ministry, Dr. Roderick C. Meredith took a special interest and concern for the youth in God's church. One of his highest priorities for the Living Church of God was to support parents' efforts to bring the next generation into a deep personal relationship with their Creator. For years, he wanted a feast film focused on the youth programs, and four years ago, he commissioned this film, which has been in production since that time. Mr. Gerald Weston shares that same enthusiasm for the church's youth. He has been involved in the church's camp programs for 26 years, helping to establish the first Global Church of God teen camp in 1995 and the Missouri pre-teen camp in the year 2000. From 1999 until 2008, he served as Living Youth Camp Director in Michigan's Upper Peninsula and also directed the week-long Minnesota Canoe Trip in 2009. As the presiding evangelist of the Living Church of God, Mr. Weston understands how important our children are to us, but more importantly to God and His plan for an eternal family. And now, to introduce this year's Behind the Work film, Mr. Gerald E. Weston. Warm greetings to all of you. We hope you are having a fantastic Feast of Tabernacles wherever you may be. This year's feast film is about our youth. How near to our hearts they are to all of us. And they are precious in God's sight. Jesus set an example for his church when he took small children into his arms and blessed them. And he has the same concern today. As we know, God is building a family and we are his children, preparing to be born into an eternal family. Our children are ultimately God's children, and it's our job, especially those in the role as parents, to love and encourage them to grow up to be future citizens in the kingdom of God. It's such a joy to see them catch the vision of God's better way of life. So it greatly pleases me to finally bring this film to you. I think you're going to love it. It's now my pleasure to introduce Behind the Work 2018, Living Church of God Youth, the next generation.
You know, the church camps over the years I've found to be very energizing. When you start preparing for it, it's a tremendous amount of work, far more than most people realize. We start working on camps almost as soon as this year's done. We'll begin working on, on next year's camps. Of course, one of the big things that we're always trying to do is lock down camp facilities and get that scheduled in so that we can get there. We've got to have a camp to, in order to run a camp, a camp facility in order to run a camp. So we start early on that, but we start buying equipment in January when the new budget comes and start, what do we need for archery or softball? We start selecting our department heads and calling them and saying, hey, can you come back to camp? Can you run this department? We start as early as three, four months before camp writing lesson plans for all the different activities. Every activity director has lesson plans for the classes they teach. Um, we have an application process that starts way back in, in February, and we start signing people up and accepting people for camp. There's so many opportunities to serve here. You can work in the kitchen, you work in laundry or custodial, or you can run um, an activity or be on an, a staff member on an activity. We have volleyball and football and archery and riflery and water polo swimming, uh, of course, speech and communications. We have an art and crafts class that we do here as well, topics and dance that are wonderful. We have a, a great water ski program that we've been developing and, and building here which is great and challenging. We're always looking for people with certifications or people who are qualified. Lifeguards, almost automatically accepted. We've got to have lifeguards. We are always looking for people of character, though, on the staff. People who really set the pace and encourage people, young people, to go in the right way of life and to follow God's laws. This is a much different atmosphere than one would find at the usual camps that are prominent in different parts of the world. The children are behaving, they are responsive to instruction, they have, uh, in, they're enjoying themselves here through various activities, a wide range of activities, and it is just so um, beneficial to them. The experiences are you receive at camp is, it, it can't be measured. It's, I have noticed in the last few years the results of it. We're keeping more and more of our teams in the church, they're growing up to be young adults, and they're a vital part of the congregations, and they're very founded within the truth, and they are God's children. And so camp aids parents in getting that job done because it's a parent's role and responsibility, as we see in Deuteronomy 6, to raise the children, to raise our children to where they follow God, just as their parents do. The children are the reason we're here, but they're not the center of this camp. God is the center of the camp, and everything has to revolve around Him. But if it does, then it's going to work the way it ought to. The children, though, are the reason that we're here. And a director that gets that across, that's part of his job, is to make sure we all understand why it is we're here. We're all here to serve those kids. You know, oftentimes we talk about authority being a pyramid where you have somebody at the top and then the hierarchical structure under that. When you think about Christ at the disciples' feet, washing their feet, you really, in a sense, have the idea of an inverted pyramid. So at camp, I look at my role as being at the bottom of the pyramid, supporting those who are above me. And the ones who are at the top, ultimately, are the campers. So if we think in those terms in the way that we actually run the camp, um, it, it, it sends the message that it's all about support, it's all about helping, it's all about taking care of others. A lot of times you might not understand what goes in behind the scenes. As a camper, you kind of show up and you're able to enjoy the activities, but you see the dedication of the staff. You see that they really do care about you. So many times the instruction, it doesn't always come from your counselor, but you also have that from the rest of the staff. And as a camper, I felt that. I felt that family atmosphere where people were really concerned concerned with how I was doing. All of the people here are, love the kids. All of the people that come to work here give up their time at work. It costs us money to be here because we're not at home working. But we want to be here because we care about the kids. There's a godly culture being taught and exemplified here that you kind of don't have. I mean, you have it at the feast, but it's different here because it's, it's you know, for two solid weeks. And it really helps the kids learn that, you know, God's way works. I think the camp program is, is immensely important. Uh, these, are, these are the future of the church. And we look at the kids now and we see so many of them marrying people that they met here at camp. 
uh, serving in their local congregations, coming back to serve here at camp. Service, without a doubt, is probably the greatest thing that stands out right away. But you see them particularly trying to reach and teach the children. And that starts right from the mini campers right on up. The, the, the examples they're setting, you see the, the campers responding to those ex examples and emulating them. They're, they're seeing role models. That's what this staff is doing. This The staff here has made a lot of sacrifices to come here, but they know it's God's work. And that's part of the priorities you, you decide in your life, that God's first, and this is part of God's work, and a very important part of God's work. You're there to serve. It's a labor of love is what we call it. And I always remind myself it's for the kids and to make them happy and always just let them be happy and stuff like that. And also as well as that, you look at the staff members and then you're serving them as well by helping them out. Ayudar en todo lo que esté al alcance de nosotros. Si estamos cerca de jóvenes que necesitan ayuda, equipo que necesita ayuda, niños que necesitan ayuda, ahí estamos. Las cosas que he aprendido en este campamento y que no se aprenden en otro lugar, pues la convivencia, las actividades que se hacen aquí y la integridad de los grupos. Well, it brings you out of yourself to help someone else because you may not want to do things in the kitchen. You do things different in your own home. And then when you get in the kitchen, this person may do it this way, but you've got to learn to work with each other to be able to serve and help. There's just so many opportunities to help other people. Uh, all you have to do is look over this way or look over that way and you can see a way that you can help someone and jump in and help someone. There's more need than you could possibly fulfill. So if you want and you should want to, then you can look around and find someone to help everywhere. There's so much to do, even if you have a free period, whatever you're doing whatever you're working on, there's so much more you can do to help out with and there's always things that you need to work on. And everyone around you is always helping out, so you feel really you know, out of place if you're not helping. The attitude of service, everyone giving of themselves to one another, I mean you see it in the dining hall, even with washing dishes, it's just such a joy to see God's people cooperate together and work together in harmony. Everyone around you is always serving and everyone's talking about serving. You're like, yeah, I need to I need to do this. And when you see someone else just like go do something that they didn't need to do and just like go help out, you're like, you, you think about that later and then you, you kind of do it too. So there's a lot of examples that really help the, the staff, the younger staff at least, to, to keep serving. I think they realize that there's something more than themselves. The camp, the work, it's not about myself, you know. Mr. Weston doesn't get up and say, wow, how can I make myself great, you know. How can I get myself in the kingdom? You, know, you, you get up and you say, hey, how can we do it? Mr. Suck got up yesterday and he said, we don't care about all-stars. We care about you being in the kingdom. And every day Mr. Rosen lets them know he loves them, you know, that they are part of something. Everything is about the kids and everything is about making sure that, that they're walking in this way and having a positive experience when it comes to God and also building those types of relationships and it feels really good to be a part of seeing them grow closer to God. I think it does prepare kids as far as serving in the church, cleaning up after dinner, doing dishes and stuff. It does help a lot. Like we had a family weekend two years ago that we started in Arkansas before we moved here to Texas and um, we had Mr. Ames come last year and he told uh, the, one of the guys that was there at the table saying there are these kids who come and just, just started picking up dishes and started washing them in the kitchen and they're like where do they learn this from? Camp. Camp is where you learn it. They really emphasize the fact that everything in the church and our way of life is more of a collective effort. Like it's no, it's no one person, it's all one body. There's a lot of leaves on a tree but at the end of the day we're all one big tree. So it, it really, it plays a huge role to encourage each other and include each other and build each other up. Everything that's involved here is all about serving your brother or your sister. Dance in particular when I'm doing it. Boys need to be going over and asking ladies to dance. They're serving their sister by doing it. Ladies, by accepting a dance, um, they're serving their brother by doing that. When you're talking about softball and soccer and some of the other sports that are done here too, sportsmanships, you know, thinking about the other person, you know, if somebody messes up, you're being encouraging. That's kind of 
all what camp is all about is just thinking about somebody other than yourself. This is one of the very few places that God's people can come together for two weeks and actually practice God's way of life. Everybody here is living the life that God, I believe, wants us to live. We are living in Christian fellowship, we are helping one another, we are serving one another, and we are truly giving of ourselves. This is a family here, and you don't see this in any other kind of camp or any other situation. In the particular case of the canoeing, it, it, it is very important because teamwork is what it, what is necessary in order to be, have a successful trip down the river. So in that way, it kind of uh, allows me to teach people uh, that they have to work together and they have to help. They have to all jump in together. The staff here, they helped you. And when you were down, they were there to help you get rice and back on your feet. So and at other camps, they probably wouldn't do that. And I have experience because I've been at another camp, but not this church camp. And at the other camp, they weren't really with you. The staff weren't really helping you. They just let you on your own. So if you're alone, you, your personally yourself, would have to go talk to someone. But the staff, you know, they help you and they're with you. Camp is very service-oriented. So the entire structure, the entire program is on service and helping others. So in every single aspect, you always see need. You see, there's somebody in need, you just reach out to them, you help them. There's always need. Whether you're a, a dorm, uh, you know, just one of the kids in the dorm, you're actually a camper here, whether you're on staff, no matter what it is, you find yourself surrounded by people who uh, are a lot like you. And with human nature, we all get a little discouraged at times, and we need that little pick-me-up. And what you learn as a, as a camper or staff member that we are all in this together no matter what. Dorms build this camaraderie. The staff builds the same type of camaraderie. No matter what, we are going to get through this thing together. Whether we have to drag you or not, we'll get you there. And together we're all going to get there all at the same time and hopefully with a smile on our face. We are practicing the attributes of God. Practicing service, self-sacrifice, putting others before ourselves, cooperation. We are practicing to be one, like like John 17, when Christ says that when He was going to the Father, he, he prayed that that we may be one as He and the Father are one. So that's what we're practicing. Everybody plays a big part in this, because I have taken a lot of pictures and I'm going to go home and display them and then I'm going to tell about the people that are working behind the scene you know the people that does the laundry you know the people that are working the kitchen and then I look at the minister wives how they're just busy 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 doing this you know and they're behind their husband in this ministry and everybody is doing something so it's important it is and it's a part of a growing being family. God is like a father that will protect his children and will not let us get hurt and teach us his ways to learn and to know that he will be coming back. 
the amount of mercy He shows on us daily, of just the little sins that we do, the times we mess up. I mean, His patience with us. Like, humans are just so... Us, we're just so like... He's given us so many chances and yet He continues to just keep forgiving us and loving and like that's one thing that I need to learn playing sports and you know to not have harsh behaviors but I I, I'm not, I don't know God is God is like awesome <laughs> he's very pow- powerful and very creative how he made everything that he did he made the plants he made the animals he made people and it's just it's just incredible to think that he made everything to that everything that there is that we look at around us. He's just a perfect father. You can't really make a mistake. He, he will always love you. He's like, he's the, he's the one guy that you always run around you, like all the time, and you always look for. Love. Yeah, and that's what yeah, the Bible says he is. So I just imagine he would be just true love. He's very loving and he cares for us more than we could even like have the capacity to do, and he's just the best example to follow. He will always um, give you relief if you're in pain like I was. He'll always be there for you. He's re- always reliable, and he loves us all. And even though we're not worthy of his blessings that he gives us, he, he always tells us in the Bible that he's a loving father, and no matter what, he'll always forgive us. Great job, Luke. The best thing I like about camp is all the people. The people are really, really nice. I didn't grow up in the church, so normally I'm not used to people being so nice and open and friendly and accepting. Everyone is really inclusive here and uh, accepting. They're just very friendly and inviting. They're more like you. You get away from all the temptations and, uh, you know, you're going to, like, everyone's fair. Everything's right here. Everyone has good morals and values based around God and the Bible. It's really enjoyable to come over here. There are a lot of young people over here. Like, we don't have any young person in Germany anymore. So... I enjoy every day being here. Pero lo mejor es que tienen las mismas ideas que nosotros, las mismas creencias. Podemos compartir opiniones sobre sobre lo que creemos de Dios y y pues que formamos amistades duraderas y pues es muy bonito eso. The best thing about camp for me is fellowship. I come from an area originally from New York, Long Island, New York, where there aren't many young people in my congregation. So coming to camp, there are 170 campers this year, I think, something like that. And we get to spend two long weeks with those campers, with each other. We get to do everything that we wish we could do all year long. And it's a blast. It's so much fun. And we build friendships here that last forever. Las lecciones que aprendí en el campamento fueron, pues, creo que fue ser más unidos de lo que ya estábamos, aprender la unidad en sí, Saber que cada uno de nosotros puede tener diferentes cualidades, pero esas cualidades nos ayudan a unirnos a todos. I've been camp three years in mini camper, five years as a camper, and camp's just been wonderful in my life. I, every year you know, I come to camp, I'm, there's not a whole lot of kids in my congregation. I'm, it's me and my brother in my congregation, kids-wise. I think the next youngest person is in their 30s. So I come to camp and I see kids around me who are my age, a little older, a little younger, and they're doing the right thing, and they know God's way. It's really refreshing, so you go back, go back out into the world with totally refreshed viewpoint. Everyone has the same kind of background in a way, because they all have the church backgrounds, so they know we have certain standards and rules that we go by, and people get to know each other better, I think, than me getting to know people outside, like in, when I'm in college or something. It's harder to get to know them, because they don't have that similar background. My favorite part of camp is the fellowship time, meeting new people, uh, getting to know God in this godly atmosphere. The atmosphere here is definitely a lot of family-oriented activities because, you know, you're never alone here. You're always going to have someone that you can go to to talk, and that's a lot 
about how, you know, God handles situations with us. You know, he's always there and we always have someone to look up to. And there are so many great role models here and examples that we can go to with anything. You're able to talk about things in the world that you're not able to talk about with people in the world because they don't understand it. So when you come to camp, you're really able to talk freely about that and you all have the same perspective and maybe you're able to help each other in different areas get a better attitude about a certain topic or they can help you learn how to handle things in the world a little bit better. One of the best places to meet people of the same faith I've ever been to. I mean, yeah, you got the feast and everything, but when you come to camp, you get you meet those people who are your age and, you know, you can help them, especially if they're new into the church, you know, like saying, oh, hey, you know, come on to camp, you know, it'll be fun, super awesome. They're like, okay, it's going to be just like a regular church camp. No, I'd be like, no, this place is indescribable. Okay, you come in a complete stranger and you will leave with like 300 brothers and sisters that you wouldn't possibly think you could have had. It's a great place, not only just to make friends, but I feel like to grow closer to God. This camp, growing up even as pre-teen camp and teen camp, has definitely helped me become stronger in the faith. So I definitely would hope and pray that they would, they would feel that too. Uh, first thing I would say would be... Don't not be social, because if you're not social, too bad. You're going to make friends anyways. (laughs) So I'd be like, just be social, you'll make friends, but it's kind of either or. Like, you're either not social, I don't know, I don't know, just go to camp. Go to camp. (laughs) It's fun, you'll have fun, you'll learn things you, you never knew, you'd never know. A lot of people come here to socialize. The activities are really just the icing on the cake. And then on top of that, you've got the spiritual level. Like, you gain so much more spiritual understanding just by coming to camp because the messages are targeted towards young people. Being reminded of God's family and the way He wants us to live is truly a blessing. You learn so much from it. Even in the evening reflections, looking back on the day, how the day went, how we would, how we should reflect from that, and how we should go about the next day, is awesome. I really like that. Coming here has just been a great experience overall. I think it's brought me closer to God. It's just taught me so much. I mean, now with all of the morning motivations and just everything or like that, it just it makes me think about it more. And being at his camp with his people is just outstanding. They really push the point forward that you are going to be in God's family. And, and the camp, you know, sort of like the feast for me, helps so that I... It's like a break from the world. It's so nice to finally be with other people who also think the same way and to know, yes, there are lots of other young people who are doing the same thing every day. Here you have people who are here. We all have the same belief. We believe in God. And, I mean, that's, that's like the main aspect of fear, the unity that you have. Like I tell people who come to camp, it's, it's like the atmosphere here is like energized compared to out in the world. And you just feel God's spirit. It's family. I mean, they, they live in a, uh, a dorm with uh, in the girls, 20 other girls. There's 20 of them in there, two counselors. They learn to get along. They learn to help each other. They learn to support each other. They're uh, competing in, in various uh, events, uh, athletic events, and other, other events as well. Besides that, they're helping and, and encouraging each other throughout the day. And, uh, and so that's how they become more family-oriented, more uh, able to help each other, and a lot of benefits as far as teamwork is concerned. The Christian living classes are very, very motivating, very encouraging to, to them to become family, become a one, to help each other not only physically but spiritually. And we see that in camp, and they learn that, and as they develop that, they're going to take those, those skills home with them and start using it within their families uh, at home, within their congregations at home. We're a scattered bunch. Uh, many, many of our congregations might have one, two, three teenagers. And, and so uh, here they're able to get together, they're able to come to know each other, to develop relationships that they'll have for the rest of their life. Family causes us to give. It causes us to do things that are not always comfortable. Parents 
have to give. They're forced to give of themselves. Marriage forces us to, to give. Uh, we don't treat somebody nice because they make us happy. We treat them nice because that's what we want to do. That's what Ultimately, that's what makes us happy when we see them happy. And so God is, is teaching us through the family uh, his very character, which is love. There is no other family than this family because even if you have blood family that's outside the church and they're related to you, they still don't care about you in a way that your church brethren care about you. They are really your true family because they want to see you get into the kingdom. And, and that is the, the greatest thing that someone could ever want for you and someone want to push you towards. I've learned more about God's family I think last year than I, I have ever understood it in my life because when you think about all that we've been through and you think about I guess technically the short time that we've known each other um, in the world it, it doesn't make sense why would you care so much but it, when it's God's family you understand because they're your family. One of the privileges of being in God's church is that we understand that, that God is building a family and uh, at camp we get to practice being a family. We've had uh, wonderful uh, lectures and Bible studies or, and teaching. And one of, the, uh, one of the lessons pointed out that all of those young ladies, young men, are really all your sisters and will be for eternity. Uh, and they have uh, been taught and guided and directed in having a brotherly and sisterly uh, relationship in the right way and we see that blossoming and, and growing here at camp. So we very much see family uh, at camp, we see unity, we see uh, helping each other, that's what family does. Family helps each other, family looks out for each other, family do things together. All of these people are all doing things together, all these campers and they're growing in a family way and attitude uh, here at camp. Coming to camp, it's so, I absolutely love it. and. The reason why is because when I come here, I feel like we're just all one ginormous family. No one's a stranger here. You know, everyone comes together. We're all brothers and sisters. I mean, I met this lady last year, and she's like, she's a sister to me, and I absolutely adore her. But I think it's just the atmosphere coming out of the world and how it just messed up it can be out there. And you come here, and it's completely different. And it's, it's a wonderful place, definitely. I think it's also like what she said, like nobody here is a stranger. Like if I was literally like with God, like in his family, I don't think that anybody would be a stranger to him. He'd be like, hey, how you doing? And which is like how it is here. You can just go up to people and be like, hi, my name's Kiwi. Or hi, my name's so-and-so. And everyone's just like, oh, hi. <laughs> and you just like become automatic friends and it's awesome. When we all get together and experience like this, even when we're in the world, we all just instantly start to click. We just all accept each other and we know that the experiences we're going through and we relate to each other and it's just a, like a bonding experience. We all come from different backgrounds, we're all kinds of different people, we have all kinds of different interests, yet we can be supportive of each other anyway. I may not like every single person, but because I know they're part of God's church, that God made them after His own image, I can get behind them and I can say, it's okay, you can do it too because that's what family does we lift each other up when we're down and we celebrate when we're you know when we've accomplished something and i think that as a camp as a church we really try to encourage that with like good sportsmanship during games you know we everyone stops if a camper gets hurt or a staff member gets hurt and we go find out if they're okay or you know we all celebrate the wins if a team wins you know one dorm doesn't just walk away with their shoulders there and y'all stand up and say hey good job you know that's family that's what family does the way that we come together with His Spirit, which binds us, because there are people from all different walks of life, all different races, different nations, and we come here and we are family. And it means that. We are true family. At camp here, it teaches me about God's family, like, that we're all one. No matter how you look, what color your skin is, what race you are, you're, you're, we're all one family because we all have one God that created all of us. We are part of God's family, and we just the awesomeness of, of God 
himself and just being the family and all of us coming together in such difference and how we work together. It, it, it teaches you a lot about family because your families at home don't necessarily get it <laughs> at all. And so when you can come here and be around people of like mind and realize what this family is, you know, it brings that to light, the family, what God's creating. It's a microcosm of God's family. Being a head counselor and having our campus, I have 17 campers. I'm the head counselor, I have an assistant counselor, and we have all our children. Not to sound weird, but it's like mother, father, and kids. We learn what the hierarchy is. You know, there's the assistant, the head, then you have the camp directors. So God's government is really applicable to camp, and you can really see it from the top down. It's a very uh, powerful example of learning about, uh, to, for us, to learn about God's family because we're all crammed into this one campground we're all together we all get to know each other and we all get to interact with each other and that's just it's so amazing it's so great and it 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 feels good too it's not just a it's not just something that's on words on paper that you know hey come to camp it's about god's family you can feel it it's it's visceral and uh and it's very powerfully good i think that here everyone love everyone we don't, if you don't know someone, just after a few minutes you like him, you really start to be kind of a, a really family. It's not just a friend, you start to be a kind of brother or sister, it depends. And I don't know, it's a really big family. We are 340 people here and we are a really big family. So yeah, it's really the love that we can have to each other. Coming to camp teaches people um, um, what it's like to be in God's family. Because um, in the future, we'll all be together in one family. We're all together. We're all one family. And we all will be one family. And it's just like, it just represents what's going to be like in the future. And you know, I just can't wait to see. It's just going to be a joyful time to rise up. And we're all going to be crying. Just hugging each other, man. And it's... It's going to be a great time just to see my friends again. is the best kind of father. He's the ideal father. I think that he's so merciful and if you've made a mistake, he's going to forgive it if you really, really repent. If you truly, honestly say sorry, 
if you're um, genuine about it, then he'll have mercy on you. And I just think that's a beautiful thing. I mean, nobody else could do that. Nobody else could, could, for, could uh, forgive you like that. To me, he is my number one and always my go-to, you know, always someone that I can go to and talk to. And I think it's super important to have God in my life. For me, God is very special because he helped me in a great way. Because when I was not in the church, I was sincere, I was a rebel in my studies, but today I have changed. Por esta razón es de que yo le agradezco todo a Dios porque él ha sido muy especial para mí y ha hecho milagros en mi vida. Someone who can teach you without embarrassing you, which is not often done. He is loving no matter what you do. You could, even the most terrible people are loved by God. That's what I love most about him. He will judge you the way you judge others, so if you judge others kindly, he will judge you kindly as well. And if you ask him, he will help you through whatever you're going through, if it's really hard for you to handle by yourself. He's infinitely loving. He cares for all of us. He's infinitely wise and powerful. He has a master plan he's working out. I think God is... Um, a really great father. What are you looking forward to in the millennium and Christ's return? I'm looking forward uh, to there being no more crime and violence. You know, being able to go out and do stuff without having to worry about um, something bad happening. I hope that he changes all the violence and mean unfriendliness that you find so often. Just seeing like the world just become a better place. You look at it now, all the violence and crime and this and that that's going on in the world and it's just going to become better altogether. I'm on Twitter and I just see stuff trending like almost every other day, some new act of violence where a bunch of people died or got hurt and it's just really sad. I can't wait for that to be over. Bringing out more kindness between everyone and stopping bullying everywhere. It's a big problem. And in Christ's new kingdom, it's all going to be gone. And everybody's going to be nice to each other. It's not going to be like you hear about murders on the news all the time. It's not going to be none of that. It's, everyone's going to be one big family. Everyone's going to love each other. Nobody's going to be talking rude to people. Nobody's going to be like, come talk behind people's backs. It's just going to be, I'm just going to love that. It's going to be so nice. Being able to see all the little babies that um, didn't get to grow up with their families. And I think that all of the parents that have lost children, that will be really good for them too because they'll be able to see those kids grow in a better world than they did. For those that do not have a any knowledge of his way of life for them to come to realize and know um, that God wants us all to be a part of his family. That's one of the biggest things I would like for him to to fix and we know that's what he's going to do eventually. Of course when God recreates the earth again and makes it new, I'm looking forward to be a, a creator. I mean not like, not like God but to help guide, like a guideline, who like put healings and all of that. Healing people's minds, because physical wounds, that really keeps people back, but what really keeps people back is emotional and mental scars. If you can heal everybody's minds and make them like brand new, then everything would be so much better. The fact that we're going to have the ability to just create entire planets and galaxies like that's just I don't know maybe to the average person that may not seem like much but to me personally that seems like that's just it's it's crazy to think about that we're gonna have that much power I really can't wait to be like able to do everything like I can go into space and I can breathe in space like I can go discover different galaxies and things like that. That's going to be so cool. I can breathe underwater and 
everything. That's that would be so awesome. We could do everything. Like I can, I can, I can be in Mars right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that'd be awesome. I could, I could go around the Milky Way galaxy in a second like that. That's what I'm talking about. What I would love to do is to compose music for all the, the choirs and like play with all the singers and play with all those instruments. Like imagine like this big orchestra playing. It's like, I can see that coming into the kingdom of God. I feel like after we've all been turned into spirit beings that making music would be as easy as breathing, really. It'd be limitless. You could do anything, learn any instrument, create new instruments, create sound from a speck of dust. It just, it's hard to imagine, really, but you, the possibilities of what you could be able to do. Spending time outside, really. Um, so many kids just sit inside and play video games. We're going to be like camp. Right behind us, your camera can't see it, but there's soccer games going on. There's people riding, many campers riding around in golf carts. Everybody's having a good time. They're outside in God's creation. God created this planet for us, and kids just don't enjoy it. Really, anybody. Very few people enjoy it as we're supposed to. And in the kingdom, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for um, the experience we're going to have outside. One thing I'm looking forward to when Crash Returns has to be like the animals that like you can't be around normally, but like once it happens, you can like chill with them. I want to chill with a koala bear. What I look forward to is everyone coming to God and fearing Him all, all around the world. Satan's gone. Um, no more pain, no more suffering. Um, everybody having different kingdoms. Go different cities. That's the most wonderful time ever yet to come. Everybody will live in peace, and there'll be everybody will be having fun. Looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yes. You want to help in that? Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Um, I want to teach, like my parents. They're teachers at schools. Teaching people the way of life that God planned for us, and like. I've met some people in the world that they just completely don't understand anything. The, they say the Bible is stupid, and anyone that reads the Bible has to be an idiot. And I'm like, I'll teach you one day. You'll see. Teaching all the people about like the true faith of God, like all these people don't know God's plan or about his family and it'll be really exciting to teach all those people about the truth. Being able to teach, I think it's it's really awesome. Um, everybody coming into the family and being like-minded is just such a, it's almost too much to think about, right? Because the world is totally not like that right now. And I feel like that would be just um, so cool, <laughs> you know, to have everybody be on the same page, everybody going to the feast, you know, everybody keeping all the holy days. This is really, really cool and great to think about. I really look forward to, um, after Christ's return in the kingdom, being able to create uh, really cool king places, cities, and all that stuff, because I really like art, I like designing things, I like building things, so I think it'd be really fun to be able to kind of design how really beautiful places for people to live and for none of the places to get destroyed or wrecked by pollution or any of that stuff, it'd just stay there and be really pretty and natural, I think that'd be really fun. I'd love to, uh, love to be able to fly and I've always, I don't, I've had dreams of flying and I really want to, I'm looking forward to flying. I'm really looking forward to getting to know Jesus and God because um, God is the most powerful being of all time and it will be great to know him, to be his son and to get to know Jesus Christ who is the savior of all of us. I'm really looking forward to meet him. I really want to meet him. That's like my biggest dream ever is just to meet him and say how are you. <laughs> I really am super excited to see everyone there and meet people um, and people that maybe in, from the Bible that I've never known before or people that yeah aren't here anymore. It would be really nice to see them.
and God wants us to be a part of his family, so everyone will be family, which means everyone, and I'm really excited about that. Um, I really look forward to the feast sites because, I mean, they're big now and everything, but in um, God's kingdom, God's millennium, um, it'll be even better landscape in places and then even more people. I look forward to seeing like my ancestors and like all the famous people in the Bible and uh, my dad died when I was really young and I look really forward to seeing him again. I'm looking forward to seeing like the people that I know and love that have died or just um, no more pain in the world. I look forward to seeing um, a lot of family and friends that you know are are gone now, and it's I'm looking forward to seeing them again after Christ's return. The one thing I'm really looking forward to when the kingdom comes around and everything would probably be seeing Morgan Montgomery because I really miss her. She was like this sister, mom, best friend figure that I've always wanted and she was in the church and she understood me. I went to her with all my problems and I just miss her so much. What do I really look forward to? Well, I think you know, but, um, that's not first and it can't be first because Christ is first God is first what we look forward to is rising in the air not just to meet Morgan yeah, I look forward to that very much but that mustn't overshadow rising in the air to meet the king of kings the one that died for us The beauty of God's plan is that if I seek that, I get both. And I'll, uh, I'll see the King of Kings, and I'll see my loved ones. Um, well, we have one last question. What do you think God is like? What do I think God is like? Uh, Well, I guess we could, the first thing that comes to mind is the fruits of the Spirit. Uh, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, kindness, self-control. You know, all of those things describes God's character. He is merciful beyond measure. And we all need his mercy and we've all tested his mercy and we all continue to test his mercy uh, but he is he is merciful he is also very just and he's perfect and i just love the fact that i don't have to worry about anything as far as god's kingdom or god's plan or what's going to happen in the future because he is perfect he's going to work it out uh, whether I'm there or not, it's going to be wonderful for all the earth and all the world. And I hope and pray I am there. Uh, and I look forward to being there. But uh, I don't have to worry about it. All i got to do is seek first the kingdom. And that's what I try to do.